You are listening to Zero E Michigan with Carl Bloss and Larry Hudson. On this show, we try to explore and simplify what's happening with electric vehicles, energy generation, and zero emissions topics with a focus on our home state of Michigan. Together with our guests, we demystify topics related to driving electric in Michigan and how you can select, charge, maintain, and get the maximum value out of your EV. This podcast is sponsored by Consumers Energy and the Power My Drive program. Start your EV journey at consumersenergy.com slash EV. Welcome back to the Zero E Michigan podcast. Today, I am coming to you from Kansas City. I am traveling and uh, Larry's on the road today as well. So it's just me today. I'm using some portable equipment, so the lighting and sound may not be quite up to par. So apologies for that. Uh, Before I get started on the topic for today, I wanted to start with an announcement. Uh, I will be retiring from my Consumers Energy EV Education and Outreach position uh, effective March 1st, 2024. Um, The last three years have really been an amazing ride. I've gotten lots of support. Uh, The folks that I work with are, are amazing and they continue to be amazing. Also, the group has matured from its early fledgling status where there were three of us. Uh, There are now 10 plus people. Um, They're doing outstanding work. Uh, They're expanded programs. Um, Many of them are EV drivers themselves. So basically it's time for me to hand off the baton to others. Of course, I will remain active in the EV community in this group, um, the Southwest Michigan EV Association, Um, I'll also be able to spend more time with Larry Hudson and the Zero in Michigan project. So I'm not going anywhere. One of the tasks that I had as part of my job with Consumers Energy was to write an EV newsletter. And since uh, pretty much all of my creative energy for writing went to that, I have neglected the blog. So I've decided that I'm going to start putting some of the articles back into blog format. I know some, some people aren't really into videos or podcasts. So I thought I'd get back into writing some of those articles as well. So uh, that used to be called MuskeganEVGuy.com. Um, I've migrated that to the Zero E Michigan umbrella. So you can take a look at that. I'll put links in the show notes uh, to make it easy. I registered a couple of new domains, one of which is the number zeroem.org. So zeroem.org or you can also spell it out, zeroemichigan.org, no spaces, no dashes. So with that out of the way, I thought I'd talk about something a little bit different today, uh, departing a little bit from EVs, and that is train travel. Uh, Why that? Well, I decided to take the train to Kansas City. Now, obligatory EV content, the reason I'm doing this is because I'm here uh, to visit my daughter and also drive back with her in her 2015 Chevy Volt. So there will be some EV content or plug-in hybrid content on this particular trip. And one of the benefits of getting my daughter's car back in Michigan is that daddy gets to check check out the Volt and, you know, check out the filters, look at the tire rotation. Uh, I noticed that the, the bottom air dam skirt is scraping the ground. So you know, sometimes the kids don't take care of the vehicles the way we would hope. So, and I know there's not a lot of um, maintenance required on EVs or even plug-in hybrids, but there are still a few things and I might be making some videos about that. 
Um, she did get her oil changed, so that's not going to have to happen. But anyway, so look for those coming up. So back to trains. So first of all, I live in Muskegon, Michigan. I took the train from Holland, Michigan to Chicago, and then pretty long layover, like five hours. And then from Chicago, took the Southwest Chief to Kansas City, Amtrak, of course. So in general, and I'm not going to go into the math here, uh, trains actually have a lower carbon footprint than flying and even driving. I don't know about EVs exactly. That There are a lot of variables here. Depends on the number of people, uh, you know, the trains, of course, in, in the U.S. are still mainly diesel-based, so there are going to be some burning of carbon, uh, carbon fossil fuels, which our energy gen generation is also still par partially that way. But I would say compared to flying, certainly it is a, a lower carbon footprint. Um, the one thing that I really enjoy is there are fewer security hassles. So, uh, you know, basically you just walk onto the train. Um, you don't have to go through a security check. You know, the checked luggage is also much easier. You can take larger items. There is still checked luggage. Um, I took a fairly good sized backpack and I just put it in the kind of overhead compartment. So you got way more space. So, so speaking of more space, the seats are huge. There are no middle seats. So there's an aisle seat and a window seat. So, and you have tons of leg room. Uh, you can walk around. Uh, you can go up to the observation car. You can go to the little cafeteria car. You can even go to the dining car now. I think the meal was somewhere around $45 if you chose to do that, which I didn't. I just took some food with me, took some snacks. Uh, again, lots of space to store all that stuff. Um, there's also outlets for charging everything. And of course, because you're not leaving the ground, um, as long as there's cell phone coverage, you can... You can get on the internet. Um, I used my phone as a hotspot. The earlier train from Holland to Chicago actually had Wi-Fi available. The Southwest Chief did not, but I used my hotspot um, and kept my laptop plugged in the whole time. And I was able to edit an entire video. So uh, by the way, look for that. Um, we have a Model Y drag race video coming up. So stay tuned for that. Uh, subscribe if you haven't, so you'll get some notifications. So obviously taking the train takes longer, but you also have to take the whole experience uh, into account. So for example, with an airport, you need to get there way early. Uh, with the train, as long as it's running on time, you can basically show up the minute before and hop on the train. Again, no security, you buy your ticket ahead of time. So you just get on the train, um, hop in. Uh, so you're not doing that. Um, you don't have to pack a certain way. You don't have to keep your liquids out. You don't have to take your shoes off during all the security checks. You know, security-wise, you could also argue the that, well, the, since there aren't any security checks, then people could bring in, I don't know, dangerous things, uh, weapons. Um, I, I did check into this because I personally have a concealed pistol permit. Um, those are not allowed. Uh, you can't carry on the on the train. You can check your guns if they're in checked luggage and uh, you know you keep your ammunition separate, which is very similar to flying with guns, um, but you really shouldn't be carrying on. Now, nobody checks you, there's no metal detectors. However, I'm sure if you're caught, it would be bad news. So, you know, I obviously chose not to do that. Um, so, but you know, that could be a counter argument of 
of the, the lack of security checks. Transportation to the airport, if you think about it, airports tend to be way out of town. So because you need all that space, whereas trains are often right in town. So the transportation to the airport is often a little bit easier. Um, and same thing, uh, leaving the leaving the train station. Um, you know, for me here, I really got into the heart of Kansas City and I picked my places to stay. I stayed in a hotel the first night um, and then decided to go into an Airbnb. I couldn't check into the Airbnb at first because I did arrive late, but had I found one with you know, 24-hour check-in, that wouldn't have been an issue. And I've since found one where I can do that. But since then, and I arrived yesterday, um, I was pretty much, actually, I arrived two days ago. I've been pretty much able to do everything without a car. Uh, there is actually a Hertz car rental downtown here. So I could even rent a car. I could even rent an EV. But, you know, depending on the services of where you're going, and in this case, there's a streetcar, you can just get around in, in Kansas city. There are also the bird scooters. So I could do that again. I haven't felt like I needed to rent a car or, you know, if I wanted to go further out, obviously I do. Um, but there's grocery here. I've been going to coffee shops and restaurants and museums and things like that. So I personally like that. Even if, you know, the trip itself took, took way longer. Now, Trains could be better. I grew up in Germany and have lived in Germany as an adult as well. And the trains in Europe are just much better. Um, so you can pretty much get anywhere. I remember taking trips to the big cities. Uh, my family and I took a trip to Berlin and, you know, we didn't just didn't take a car. We decided we didn't want the liability of having a car downtown. Once you got there, there was local rail where you could get around underground, that sort of thing. Um, but uh, it could be better in the U.S. here. The Amtrak trains are slow because commercial trains still have priority. In fact, on the trip that I was on, we were delayed by about 15 minutes because our train was sidetracked, literally, by a commercial train that had precedence. So we basically had to move over so that the commercial train could pass us. That's kind of hokey, but that's the way the system is, unfortunately. Uh, the tracks are old. In some places, the trains can't go very fast. You know, in Europe, if you go from, say, uh, Dusseldorf to Frankfurt, it is super high-speed rail. They're going 300 kilometers an hour, almost 200 miles an hour. So it's super fast. Um, so we could definitely use some improvement on the rail system here. Of course, the other thing is it could be better in the sense that high-speed rail could be powered by electricity as opposed to uh, diesel uh, right now, almost all of the trains are still diesel. Of course, they're diesel hybrids, if you didn't know that. Um, the actual motors are being driven by electric motors, like a hybrid is, but the diesel generates the electricity. So if we had overhead electricity, then uh, that could be a form of electric vehicle. But for now, most trains here are still diesel. Um, more train stations. Again, I needed to get a ride to Holland, Michigan, so that's 45 minutes away. There's no way for me to get onto the rail system directly from Muskegon. So anyway, that's my experience. Um, let me know what you think. Have you taken Amtrak? Is that something that you like? Is it something you dislike? Would you like to see more of that? So yeah, fun conversation, um, tangential to EVs, but I thought you might find this interesting. Also some housekeeping here. 
Uh, next week is just after Christmas, so we likely will not have a podcast next week. So we'll return in two weeks. Uh, in the meantime, as I mentioned, uh, should be a couple of fun videos coming out. Uh, we took a couple of Tesla Model Y long range, and one of them was boosted with the acceleration upgrade. Um, uh, and the other one wasn't, so we we did some drag races. So that turned out to be a really fun video. Uh, we're putting some finishing touches on that before we upload. So in the meantime, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy solstice, whatever you celebrate, and we'll see you next time. If you enjoyed or learned from this episode of Zero E Michigan, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. Visit our YouTube channel for other related videos at youtube.com slash at the number zero E-Michigan.